Hello, everyone. Good morning and welcome to day three of Tony Robbins week. I figured we could start off the morning with uh, some Tony Robbins motivation. RK is going to be here in a minute. He's running just a minute late. But I figured, like, let's get some Tony Robbins motivation. So I just searched Tony Robbins and we can just watch the first thing that comes up after this, you'll change how you do everything by team fearless. Let's see what team fearless has for us. Oh, that is an ad. When you cross the street is a negotiation in people's lives. There's only maybe half a dozen, seven, eight categories. I love these really Russian matter. subtitles. Most people, you know, they major in minor things. They focus on stuff that doesn't matter. They know more about this celebrity going in and out of rehab than they do about their own personal development. But I look at say, if you look at your body, Without that, everything else is out the door. You don't want to be richest man in the graveyard. That's not going to do it. If there is energy, if there's vitality, if there's strength, it's going to show up in your relationship. It's going to show up in your business, show up in your life. That's it. You got to master. This is very vague advice. I'm done with that for now, Tony. Thank you. You mean like every guru? Tony steps in the ring with, uh, I don't know his name, Evander Holyfield. You know more about this, RK. What's his name? Evander Holyfield. Yeah, oh. he, he he's the guy who famously had his ear bitten by Mike Tyson. I mean, he was also oh, famous. <laughs> He's a famously great boxer, too. I didn't mean to, like, boil him down to one thing, but, yeah, there's the year. Well, maybe. Apparently, he and Tony are going to... Are they going to box, or is or is, it, is it just an interview? Bring up the best in us or the worst in us. I'm assuming it's an interview. And, oh, uh, it says he steps know, I, in the I, ring. I, Here, I thought he was going to I fight him. Yeah, he's it, it's clickbait. He stepped in the ring to interview Good them. Lord. Okay, well, I'm done with Tony Robbins' clickbait for this morning. So, uh, good morning. How are you doing? I'm good. I've been taking this new... So, all of my advertisement lately has been Grant Cardone and shit like that. Yeah. And I've been making sure to click on every ad because I know it only costs him a couple cents, but it's a couple cents he has to spend. I love that. It's how apparently people um, for like a year now, people have been telling me that they often get Tony Robbins ads before my videos. And some people are annoyed by it. I'm like, guys, I'm sorry. I can't control the ads. However, you can look on the bright side, which is that Tony Robbins is paying me to insult him. Yeah. I mean, guys, don't be annoyed. Be grateful that his ads are not being sent to people who will purchase his products. And you can click on those ads and make sure he is spending money on people who will not use his products and not use his services. And together, we can all make him waste a shit ton of money. <laughs> That's true, guys. Yeah. So if anyone's watching this stream and a Tony Robbins ad comes up on it, uh, make sure you click it. That way we get the ad revenue and Tony Robbins wastes money. That's fun. Yeah, exactly. It's great. I love clicking on Grant Cardone ads because I know it is money leaving his pocket and going into the universe. It's not going into my pocket, but it's going into the universe. And you it's know going the into universe the universe. It. It's going into someone's <laughs> pocket. The universe deserves it better than or more than we do. <laughs> uh, yes, I am giving a nod to Numa Numa. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I mean, I'm shocked that this is the first one that gets noticed, guys. I change my name every single day just to see what it it can do. You know, I guess I kind of stopped looking at your name because you do change it every day, and I didn't even notice it at first. Yeah, I, I have fun with it. I mean, y'all know who I am. If you don't know who I am, good. <laughs> but how's everyone doing this morning? How are you, savvy? I mean, first first off, I wanna I wanna say everyone, if even if you watched Degrassi or didn't watch Degrassi, Jamil oh, French yeah. passed away yesterday. Very sad, 29 years old. He played Dave on Degrassi. Uh, so keep him in your thoughts. That was very sad to find that out. I knew that there was, I remember, because I follow a lot of Degrassi Twitter, and there was some speculation about it for a little while. And then it was finally confirmed yesterday. Um, and I, I was, yeah. So guys, just uh, remember Jamil French and... His, his character, Dave. Dave was such a... He had such an arc, too, on the show. You know? It was Dave... He was started, complex. He started off as such an asshole, but then he got got into a more sympathetic place. Then he had some asshole moments later. I mean, that was sort of all of them. That was every Degrassi character, which makes sense, because they're all teenagers. So that's, that's kind of how they are, but... But he was unique. I remember he had a really unique story where he was a, a black teen in a big city with a police officer father. And so we kept seeing all of these different conversations around mm -hmm. race and law enforcement, and then also black law enforcement. And I remember those came up uh, 
that that had an arc when uh, Drew was getting involved in his gang arc. Yeah, I remember that was a that was a huge thing with uh, when yeah, and there was uh, a whole thing about his character was very transphobic at the beginning, um, and then then he met Adam, who was the uh, I think the only trans character on Degrassi, but he met him and they they had they were like had to host the school morning radio show together and dave started off being an asshole to him and like dressed just, up as a girl at school yeah and said, guys and, i'm gonna say i am what i am one and but then uh their friendship is what what taught him to be um like accepting and loving to trans people that was pretty beautiful arc yeah well it also sort of showed that when they're young they're they're easier to to educate yeah Y'all, that Degrassi's a great show. Um, he will be missed. Absolutely. Do, do, is uh, it known what what he died of yet? No, then I'm not going to speculate. Um, that's fair. Yeah. So it's fine. So just that that's uh just remember Jamil French. Uh, everyone deserves to be remembered honorably on the day they pass. Not yeah. everyone. I hate absolutes. Most people deserve to be remembered honorably on the day they pass. It's going to yeah. be one of the last days a lot of people think of them. So. That being said, yeah, let's keep clicking on scammer uh, ads so that we can ruin their uh, their income. Hello, everyone. Um, by the way, I'm trying to... Uh, someone yesterday told me they might want to be our morning meeting today, but then she wasn't sure if she could make it or not. So I just... Alicia, if you are watching, let me know if you want to be the morning meeting. I, I DM'd you on Facebook about it. If not, then... Anyone else is open to be the morning meeting, uh, which we will have at 8.30. Uh, this morning, I I did, like, nothing. And I apologize for that. I know I'm I'm supposed to be living like... I did not uh, be alpha like Tony Robbins, like the thumbnail says. Because I... Yeah, okay, guys, I my body has been exhausted. I was feeling like shit yesterday because I had to get... A whole bunch of work done for deadlines that I have, and I have more deadlines today. And I was getting stressed, and I was like, my I was hurting, and I was like, Tony Robbins would just push through this pain, and I was like, but I am not Tony Robbins. So in fact, I did not work out this morning at all, and I did not. Uh, honestly, I didn't. I I just kind of rested. So I hope no one's mad at me for that. I don't think anyone's going to be mad at you. I actually think this is an interesting study because it makes me wonder, I think you were most successful with Rachel Hollis week. And that could be attributed to two things. I think one, the energy of starting a new project. Uh, yeah. you, were, you were hyper energized to start something new. And so you really committed Two, waking up at 5am. I think that when you're forced to wake up at 5am, even though it takes a little bit longer to wake up and you were having those morning, oh, there goes my pen. Uh, and you were having those morning naps. Uh, you were also, you had all that extra time to, have that caffeine settle in, take your pre-workout. If you're taking it, I'm not sure. And have yeah. your workout. Um, yeah. I, I think it's interesting that it could either demonstrate you are hitting a bit of a wall from these early morning workouts yeah. or Tony Robbins is not an effective morning routine. Yeah. Either that or like, I don't know. I, I was, I was thinking about this this morning and what it could indicate. I'm like, does it mean that maybe, like the things that I'm finding where, like the places I'm burning out and things like that, because, you know, we're going to develop our own morning routines that are working for us towards the end. Um, well, not towards the end. Cause this podcast will go on until eternity, but yeah, y'all are stuck with us forever. You're stuck with us forever. So get used we're, to it. We're going to pre-record a million episodes. So even if savvy and I pass away, you have to deal with this podcast for in perpetuity. Forever. forever. Yes. Like <laughs> you will not get rid of us ever. Uh, yeah, and then, so I'm like, when we start our own morning routines, um, you know, we want to think about what is going to be most effective for us. So I was thinking about like, is I'm I'm at the point where we're almost three weeks into this, and am I just like burning out from it, or I don't know. Is it the vagueness that's getting to you, as Jennifer asked? Because I think that's a good point. I think that Ooh. Rachel was so because again, it could like we just don't know because again. I attribute it partially to Rachel being specific, partially to it being a new project. And whenever anyone starts something new, they're yeah. over energized. 
because I know that I, I can't do 5 a.m. on the in the long run. It was it's too much. And by the end of the week, I wanted to die. And like the problem was that like that Friday after we did our stream, I like took a nap for the rest of the day. I got off the stream and I slept until like 5 p.m. And then I also took a nap for like most of that Sunday. Like I, I was sleeping so much after that week because I was so exhausted. Um, this morning I actually feel pretty good, which is nice because yesterday I felt so terrible the entire day while I was trying to get all my work done. I was like, I was stressed and my whole body hurt and I felt like, you know, my body just felt like heavy and tired, like it was being weighed down by its own exhaustion. And it was hard to get things done because of that. But this morning, I, I'm still kind of tired right now, but I, I overall feel like a functional human. And I don't know if that's because I let myself rest and not do the workout and stuff, or if it's a thing where you just kind of got to uh, listen to your intuition. I don't know. Um, I mean, when it comes to us doing our morning routines, be fitness and in your morning routine, be fit, maybe you do fitness the last thing before bed. That's true. Or maybe, I mean, this is what I was kind of thinking. I wonder if morning routines don't have to be consistent. I think there's uh, this idea that I think, and I think this is why gurus do this. They want to sell the idea of, of, you know, being habitual and being consistent and doing the same thing every day. But is it required that you do the same thing every single morning? I don't necessarily think so. I think, well, especially because like, I do different things on different days of the week, right? Like people have asked me how I break down my schedule and it's like, usually on Mondays I package up orders for forever home friends. And on Tuesdays I write articles from the magazine on Wednesdays. I do other writing projects and multiple live streams. And then on Thursdays I film my videos for the next week. So like I break it down like that. So each of my weekdays is not the same. And I'm wondering if maybe each of my morning routines doesn't have to be the same too. So you're actually touching on an interesting point right now. Um, and I'm going to quote two books I've been re I've read. Yes. Uh, okay. So with essentialism, they actually touch on that and they say, and they, these books also overlap with essentialism. They actually touch on that and they, but they still say it's important to have a daily routine, but however, Jack Dorsey at Twitter, his routine changes daily. He has a theme for each day. So Monday through Friday is each a different theme and it repeats every week. So he's following a routine, but he's also not getting bored because each day is different. So that's one approach. Uh, that's also for um, work. And we're talking about early morning workouts and shit like that. So if you apply that to work, then we can talk about full day routines instead of just morning routines. The other thing is as far as why routines are arguably important and not why you should just sort of like let them fall to the cosmos and adapt on a daily basis is when you do activate a routine, those habits do get ingrained in just autopilot and that does actually free up a substantial amount of space in your brain to focus on other activities other stressors that are sort of eating away at your uh, mm -hmm. your subconscious uh, and so having routines is pretty healthy in a way because it does allow you to produce more output if that's your goal for the day while uh, exuding less energy. So I do see the appeal of that. I also see the appeal of, um, of changing it up on a daily basis. Now to quote Jordan Peterson, who says that by not having a routine, you're actually falling victim to chaos, which, and when you welcome that into your life uninvited, um, it can welcome in depressive episodes. Um, he, he sort of talked about how with some of his patients, and again, I'm not telling anyone to follow Jordan Peterson's advice. I'm quoting his book right now. Um, he talked about with some of his patients, uh, just doing something as simple as uh, prescribing them to wake up at a set time every day and eat breakfast uh, and eat a high fat breakfast and not a high carb breakfast at the same time every morning. Uh, them having that safety net of a routine actually did help. It, it didn't cure their depression, but it did help them find a better mind state. I've always been somewhat of a chaotic person, but I think that there's something to that idea of how a routine can free up space in your brain to think about other things. Because I know that like, um, when I first started my YouTube channel, it was really hard for me to have a consistent upload schedule just because I wasn't used to blocking out time every week. And then I got to the point, which this was, you know, at maybe like over six months into running the channel, I got to this point where 
I was like, had blocked in my schedule that every Thursday I was going to film videos. And if I didn't finish on Thursday, you know, I would adapt. I would film the one the next day or whatever. So it wasn't like a hard thing where it was a, a problem if I didn't. But it got me into the routine of thinking, okay, you know, is this Thursday? I'm going to film videos today and things like that. So I, and you know, I've had pretty consistent uploads. As people know, my channel, I put out videos constantly. Um, I'm putting out a new video today at noon central in three and a half hours. So come join me. Your love letter to Daft Punk. My I love, love it. I'm so excited for it. I'm I'm so excited. Guys, like, I actually, like, I legitimately cry in the video. I didn't expect to cry, like, for real, but I did. Like, I couldn't help it. I actually started crying. So if you... And if it wasn't a makeup artist cry. You weren't just like, guys. No. <sighs> If you're, if you want to, if you, if you guys are going to be made uncomfortable by seeing me cry, you're going to want to turn it off halfway through because I start like actually crying. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I think it's an interesting discussion. Um, anyway, so I think that there's definitely something to be said for that. So part of me is wondering like, is this burnout happening just because we're still in the beginning stages of this and, um, Yeah. Like, I do I, am I just not used to the early wake-ups yet? Which it definitely might be. It could also be that your routine has changed every week. So you're still actively following a routine instead of, like, I'm waking up at 6 a.m. again this week. Mm -hmm. um, you're waking up at 7. So you, every week you're changing with your routine. And therefore it's not, like, falling into a habit where I went from 5 to 6 and now I've stuck with 6 um, because I, I, I felt comfortable there. Um and therefore, it might be easier for me to wake up at six than for you to wake up at seven, not be from like some unique ability, but just because I've now been doing it longer than you've been following your routine. So it's That's becoming true. more of a habit. I definitely think I'm going to continue waking up at seven because six, I think, was too early for me. And just because like I can't. You go to I sleep need a later lot than sleep me too. And I can't. Yeah, I can't go to sleep that early just because of how how much work I still have to get done and how much like I want to spend time with Tyler and Chewy in the evening and all of that. I, so I want to, I like to go to bed after 11 PM. I mean, before this, I was going to bed at random times. I'd go to bed at, you know, two, 3 AM if I felt like it. So this is good to keep a more consistent sleep schedule as well. But yeah, I think I'm going to probably stick with seven. So even I think if we do Gwyneth Paltrow's routine next week, which a lot of the comments were saying on yesterday's stream, a lot of the comments were saying they want us to do Gwyneth Paltrow next week, which will be fun because we can talk about goop and we can react to her blog and all her weird shit uh, and the Netflix show and all of that. Um, so if we live like Gwyneth Paltrow next week, I was looking up her morning routine and it's not specific on the times like most of them. Like aren't. most viewers. Uh, I gotta say shout out to Rachel House. I, I respect a, so much. I, I respect her so much more. specific about the times. Uh, yeah. At first I was like, this is so lame. Why are you going to tell me what you do at 555? Uh, now I'm like, thank you. Thank you. Um, so if we I live like Gwyneth Paltrow them. next week, I think I can continue to wake up at seven because... She doesn't say any other different time to wake up. So, yeah. I also follow them all on Instagram now. And I got to say, I respect Rachel on there more than the others as well, because she's not constantly trying to sell something. Uh, I know that she has in the past, and I'm not saying everything she does is great, but she seems more interested in being an influencer than a guru. Yeah, which... um both the concept of influencers and gurus stress me out. So I know, but yeah. yeah um, but I guess, I guess it's a little less hard scammy, although that is what she used to do in the past, but I guess maybe lately she's kind of stopped. Selling. I didn't follow her in the past either. So I can't speak on that. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think maybe, I think it's a combination of like the pandemic. Cause she, she mostly did in-person conferences I appreciate that she's not hard selling the life coaching classes because her life coach, like I did a video with recovering Hunbot about this. Her life coaching classes are very bullshit. Like don't pay $50 for her to tell you for two hours that your body can do amazing things. Like everybody knows that already. Yeah. Oh, and her podcast is a joke. I listened to her latest episode oh, yeah, her and it was yeah. about manifestation made me like, I almost cackle crack. Um, I, I don't think that you should, anyone should be paying her money for her information. And I certainly can't speak on her past, which you have covered though. And if, if that's the case, then it's obviously shady as fuck. I'm just saying right now, 
following them all just yesterday specifically Rachel posted a story check out my podcast Grant Cardone sends an auto message telling you to like subscribe to his, his all these other, all this shit sign up for his uh, I almost said rise conference that's Rachel sign up for his 10x conference and buy his book yeah Grant is hard selling constantly and that's his whole thing too is being like because when we were reading the 10x rule he was very into being like if people don't like how much I'm hard selling, I'm going to hard sell 10 times more because I'd rather them be annoyed with me than forget about me, which I kind of do agree with to an extent. Like, you know, Grant Cardone is living in all of your heads now because we've been talking about him. So I get the brand awareness angle. I think different sleep schedules is kind of normal, especially like given this past year, given COVID for it to scale your life. Uh, maybe I'm wrong, but in my experience, I've, I've never not never. This past year, I have not seen too much stress, except for when I've entered the self-help guru world. Outside of that world, I haven't seen too much stress on different sleep schedules. Um, I have friends that work different jobs that are up at different hours of the night. Uh, they all say that their bosses have become pretty laid back as long as they finish, like they've shifted more to, to project-based work instead of hourly-based work. So as long as they're finishing their work. Um, I have a lot of, I have friends that work at uh, Lucid in the Central Business District, and they even before the pandemic, they didn't even have to go into the office. They just had to do their work from home whenever. So uh, it, outside of the self-help guru world, which is all about empowering yourself. So I sort of understand why they talk about scheduling every part of your life because it's a proactive approach. I, I think different sleep schedules is pretty normal. Yeah, I, I, I like this little exchange right here. Queen of Spades says, does Tony Robbins have a I'm a mom and my child runs my life morning routine? And then Mushroom Destroyer replies with Tony doesn't have anything for women except insults, which is a little bit accurate. Does Tony Robbins have kids? I'm not sure he does. He does. He does. He does? Because he, he famously, oh, he had, does. He he famously had, a had a kid outside of his marriage with another woman. Yeah, so I imagine I his kids are probably old enough now that he doesn't, or I think his kids are adults. Oh, his one kid is a self-help guru, too. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Let's let's look at let's look a little <laughs> bit about Tony Robbins's kids. Like ultimately, everything goes back to what we spoke on the previous episode too. It all comes down to a sense of self awareness. Y'all listen to yourselves. You listen to your bodies. Listen to your minds. You you know what you need more than a self help guru. Don't pay them. <laughs> if you want to pay anyone, pay a therapist. Yeah, so this is why I don't understand. All of these gurus have kids, yet most of their routines don't account for the existence of their kids. Or of any other humans in their life, really. I mean, I guess at least Rachel built in an hour to take her kids to school, which is more than anyone else has done so far. But then her video didn't include it. Her video didn't include it. Um, and then Grant, like, when you see videos of Grant Cardone with his kids, it's very cute. It's like, oh, he's being a dad. But then in his video, in his morning routines, he's like, uh, two minutes to, to send my kids out the door. Bye, kids. Have fun. I, I crate trained my kids. Yeah. <laughs> they know to shut up. Someone had a great comment on one of our streams last week that was like, if Grant Cardone is able to train his baby to have a consistent sleep schedule, he should be selling books on that instead of on business. And I was like, I think that's because that's all I hear. I mean, I've never raised a baby, but everything I hear is that you cannot you cannot control their sleep schedule. They will sleep and wake up and scream whenever they feel like it. And there's nothing you can do about it. Yet Grant seemed to be acting like, you know, I I I made sure my baby went to sleep at the exact same time every night so that I could have my morning routine scheduled exactly like this. And it's like, how did you possibly control that? Did you 10x your baby's sleep? <laughs> like, what did you do? You have to read chapter five of the 12 rules of life. You'll crack up because Jordan Peterson gets into parenting. Oh, good and, Lord. And, and you have to read that. He has this one part of the chapter is him having a standoff with someone else's baby because he was like, it's important not to reward them for bad behavior. We had to watch the, this, this couple's baby for, o overnight. And they were like, he doesn't. He usually doesn't sleep through the night. He sneaks out of bed, comes downstairs, and we just watch Elmo with him until he goes back to sleep. Well, I'm not going to reward this baby with some creepy puppet that disrespects Jim Henson's memory. So when I had to watch this kid, and he started crying, I saw he was trying to steal the power away from me. So I told him to go to bed, little monster. And when he didn't, I laid him down and put my hand on his stomach until he's. I was like, Jesus Christ! Why don't you just smile? 
mother the kid. Oh my god, that's <laughs> You have to read this chapter. You have to read it. Just chapter five of the 12 Rules of Life. You will crack up. It's Jordan. I mean, I've, I've had the 12 Rules of Life on Audible for like two years now because... Um, someone had asked me when I first made a girl wash your face review, someone asked me like, do you think Rachel House is the female Jordan Peterson? So I was like, I don't know. Let me read his book and compare them. But I never got through his book because it was depressing me so hard. So I had to stop. But no, that sounds hilarious. Oh my God. As for the babies, though, Bonnie is saying you can keep babies on a regular schedule. It's pretty normal. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, dude. Well, Grant Cardone says the opposite, which is that we should all attempt to be more like babies because when babies need something, they scream and they don't care. They don't have any uh, inhibition about it. They are just happy to scream. And that as people, we should all be willing to make ourselves known and make our needs known immediately, just like a baby. Just he don't reward like, them with Elmo. Right. Well, he was <laughs> he's like jealous of his daughter who was a baby at the time. He was like, you know, when she's hungry, she just screams. And it's like why why do we not why are we so afraid of like putting ourselves out there like that <laughs> so so yeah everyone listening to this check it out jordan peterson rule five it's on kids hilarious yeah oh and just because Cher brings it up by the way yeah i we do not condone jordan peterson as a person he's very misogynistic um i he has a great um by great, I mean hilarious, which when we live like him, we'll need to react to this. He has this like lecture he's giving at a college about how the fact that Elsa doesn't get a boyfriend in Frozen is Disney succumbing to the liberal propaganda machine and using feminism in like a a negative way or something. <laughs> it's like it's he definitely overreacts to everything. And I think that's also a guru thing. They all overreact to everything. But it might just be like his background is is therapy. So he's constantly in his head or someone else's head. And it, he might just need to get out of something's head at some point. He, yeah. might, he, might, he needs to play some football or something. Just, just something incredibly physical that gets out of your head. <laughs> he also, we, we could also look at some of his, um, he has some ridiculously misogynistic, interviews he does where someone's talking about like sexual harassment at work and he's like well why would women wear lipstick to work and the guy was like what and jordan peterson's like the whole point of making your lips look red is to simulate sexual arousal so if women are wearing lipstick at work doesn't that mean they want to be perceived sexually and all the comments on this video are about, because he's like doing this interview with his shoes off and everyone's like, Jordan, if you don't want to be perceived sexually, why are you showing us your feet for free right now? <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's pretty ridiculous. I think that might be my problem. Like not, not my, I, I know there your are. Your problem is that you don't send feet pics. Yeah, that, no, <laughs> I, I have issues like, I know it's just, it, 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 like, it's really easy to fall back on it. I know I personally have done it often but when someone speaks in absolutes i mean more often than not they're just gonna make an ass of themselves amanda says all babies are karens <laughs> <laughs> so so that's so that's what being i mean and here's the other thing too it sort of goes back with grant cardone i'm reading this book and not everything in it is horrible it's just when he starts adding the jordan peterson flair to it it gets it goes a little too far but like on the baseline, some of the rules, like I, I just off the top of my head, I know rule number one is like how, why, why you should correct your posture uh, be, because standing tall exudes confidence to the world. It's not horrible advice. It's pretty actionable, actually. But then he goes on this weird rant about lobsters. <laughs> yeah. Also, it's not actionable for me because my scoliosis prevents me from standing straight. I can't yeah, but do it. Physically all, incapable. But advice is never going to be for everyone. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That I mean, that's the the inherent issue with the self help industry is that none of this works for any for everyone. Yeah, but they talk to you like it should. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem. And then when you fail, it's your fault. Yep. Uh, okay. So pl plush pawn is saying feet picks, please. And then okay, shut up, guys. It's feet picks time. Oh wait, are you actually giving feet picks? <laughs> There's my disgusting foot. <laughs> 
There you fucking go. For free. So if anyone listens to this on Spotify later, you don't get to see the feet pics. So this is a YouTube exclusive. But what we will ask everyone on YouTube with this exclusive is, in honor of the feet pic, uh, you don't have to pay, but please, I'm going to start doing this once in a while. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, or even if you don't listen to us on Apple Podcasts, you can leave reviews there. Please give us a review. Uh, I'm not going to ask for five-star reviews, so I'll just heavily insinuate you should give us five stars. All right. Some people are loving your feet in the comments, and other people are disgusted by your feet. Sounds about par for the course for feet pics, honestly. I'm disgusted by my feet. Uh, you're happy I didn't show you my left foot. It's, more, <laughs> it's grosser. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, okay. So Tony Robbins has kids, apparently. Also... I don't know who our morning meeting is going to be because I, I messaged the person who said she was interested this morning, but she hasn't got back to me. So she might not be, she said today might be too busy. So if anyone else wants to do the morning meeting, let me know. I tried sliding into Jordan Peterson's DMs. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I tried sliding into Grant Cardo and Rachel Hollis's DMs. Grant Cardo is the only one that got back because he automates it. No. <laughs> I saw the message you sent Grant Cardone that you showed me. So we're trying to get Grant Cardone on our on our stream. I don't know if he'll if he will do it, but you know, I think I think he's the one we have the best chance of. Also potentially Gary V when we when we live like him. Gary V is a possibility because he he rewards consistency and he's done it for other podcasts who are like you inspired me to start a podcast. I mean, if we have to flatter him, we got to say you inspired us to start a podcast. Yeah, and the message. So even even if we're lying, we got we got to flatter him. It's not totally a lie. He is the reason why I push podcasts so hard on anyone that wants to start creating content. He he, yeah, dude. Honestly, I he's uh, I watched a lot of his speeches about that. But I think yeah, because you said. Gary Are you sending Sako the message? I'm sending Sako the message right now. Sako, I'm sending you the the link to the stream right now. I'm going um, to go be number one over the toilet seat for a second because I'm a uh, self help guru. Love it. Um, yeah, what was I going to say? So I, RK had mentioned in the past that Gary V will often join people's like hundredth podcast episode. So I think we need to make the week we live. I think he, we, he needs to be the 20th person we live like then so that our hundredth episode will be the Friday of that week. Maybe we can get him on for that. Uh, you are muted. I recommend podcasts more than YouTube. Um, podcasts are still a bit like the Wild West. YouTube is a little more saturated. Now, podcasts are pretty saturated, but if you're consistent, only 25% of podcasts make it past 10 episodes. Savvy and I, I believe, now that I scheduled... This is our 13th episode. So we we are in the top 25% now. Um, so it's less competitive with consistency when you're starting a podcast. Um, it's also a lower barrier of entry. You can... If you have nothing to talk about, you can go the interview base. Uh, you can record it over Zoom. You can also record it over Zoom for free as long as it's just one other person for as long as you would like. Once it's over two people, uh, you only get 45 minutes for free. Um, then you have to upgrade. Uh, but I do recommend podcasts more than YouTube. It's also it's also easier to edit audio than video. And you don't have to like keep people's attention with video effects and editing. We can't all be as talented as Savvy at entertaining us just with like these looks with her fantastic editing, like Savvy can make herself just sort of sitting there in front of a bookshelf look entertaining for 30 minutes. Plush Pond paid you $2 for the feet pics. Fuck, I feel so used. I love it. <laughs> so I guess we are officially, uh, officially that kind of show now. Um, yeah, so honestly, I like that we do this as both podcast and YouTube because I prefer using YouTube and RK prefers podcasts. And honestly, I think it's best to have both. That's actually something we'll talk about when we're living like Gary V is that he talks a lot about how you can, you should try to make 20 pieces of content out of every one piece of content or something like that. So if you can, you know, cross post and reuse content in different forms, that's also why I basically, I made a TikTok, but it's basically just a clips channel for my YouTube because I have clips I want to put out sometimes. So things like that. Um, Sako's here. What's up, Sako? Hey, what's going on, guys? 
Hey, thanks for being on our morning meeting today. Thanks so much for, for having me this morning. It's super, super hype. Absolutely. Uh, how's your how's your day going so far? Um, you guys have been my day so far, so pretty, pretty good. Pretty good as it's going. Yeah. Um, uh, cool. Yeah. What what kind of stuff do you want to talk about? A morning meeting to talk about literally anything. Um, I wanted to give a shout out for the fundraisers that I am doing. Sure. Um, my mom came down with lymphoma. Oh no! And um, she's responding to the treatment. She's starting to feel better. Like everything is going great. However, the treatments are like a thousand bucks a pop after insurance, and she oh, has God. to do it. And she has to do it for nine weeks. So I'm doing some fundraisers to kind of like help with the. You know, it's not that my parents can't afford it it's that i don't want them to be choosing between treatment and food by week nine mm -hmm. you know so yeah. for all the times that they've helped me in a crisis i i figured it was my turn yeah do you have uh, can you i'll pull up the the stuff on the screen do you have links to the fundraisers you can send me on uh the dms yeah you bet um so on march 6th I don't know how I can get at this. On March 6th, I'll be doing an eight-hour art stream. Oh, cool. So is that on your YouTube channel? It is. I'm Let about to set that up. I'm about to give you a link to it. Oh, perfect. Three days. Oh my god. Um who knew it would be so soon? private chat. Boop, 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 boop. Okay, guys, I'm going to pull up this stream. So Sako's going to be running this stream. Do, 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 do. Here it is. Okay, so I'm going to share the screen. Everyone can see. Um, <sighs> awesome. So this is going to be the stream that Sako's running, guys, live in three days. It's going on March 6th at 11 a.m. So that's, what's that, Saturday? Saturday. This Saturday at 11 a.m., I'm going to click set reminder so that oh. I will be at the stream and I'm going to give it a like. So oh, everyone, you. make sure you go here. I'm going to post the link to this in the chat right now. I'll share it on my community tab. Oh, yes. thank you, guys. So y'all, right here, this is the link to um, Sako's art stream. She is going to be... So is it like people will people give you like a... a commission on Kofi and then you will draw them uh, mm -hmm. something. That's Basically. that's a really cool idea. I love that as a fundraiser stream. So it'll be like $5 and I'll draw whatever you want, but you can't expect it to be like super awesome. I mean, yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but your art is also just really good. So like, oh, thank you. Oh, cool. So the I, lights jumped from zero to five in the past two seconds. So that's pretty awesome. <laughs> are you talking, are, are you talking like caricatures? Yeah. Yeah, I can do caricatures. I can do. I I like doing portraits in my style. Th those are fun. Yeah, I definitely. I'll I'll put in five dollars to get some custom Sako art. Absolutely. Cool. You know what Very we cool. should do is, we should, uh, we should pay. We should get a like a art for our morning show like a morning show art logo i would love to do that, that yeah so that would be fun and we can we can uh pay you for that on saturday yeah that sounds awesome i'd love to do that yeah send Please. us a quote 10 bucks i'll paypal you right now fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's where, where do people pay you on uh coffee, on coffee. yep <laughs> All right, I'm going. I'm going to here, y'all. Let's see. Just make sure you put your request in the in the donation description, so that I know exactly what it is I'm drawing. All right, here's Asako's coffee page. Okay. Oh, is that the the message? That's where I would put it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh yeah, let me pull up Sako's art page. What's your you? What's your website? Is it Psycho Sako? What's a great one to send 
you too. I have like a smattering of art in a yeah. bunch of different places. I think ArtStation probably has the best of my work. Let me pull it up because uh, people were asking to see some of your art and I would love to show it off. Ooh, this is cool. Yeah. Akotumi um, on ArtStation. Hold on. I got you. Oh, you got me? Okay. I, I think I have the right page, but I'll just have, I'll look at your link instead. And th this is like my finished work. Like these aren't my like miscellaneous doodles. Awesome. So y'all, we're gonna take a look at Sako's awesome art. So this is, oh, wait, that's the about, here's the portfolio. So here's some of Sako's work. Very I cool. It's got kind of like a, you like to do like creepy kind of stuff. I do. Yeah. I do. I like drawing witches and mm -hmm. I like drawing witches. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. I like the dress that you created on this. I actually figure. owned that outfit. That was a great project. Ooh. It was super fun in that um, I, every day I drew what I was wearing uh -huh. and uh, I would kind of use it like a little journal sort of situation as to how I was feeling and why I was wearing what I was wearing. And uh, a couple of my fashionista slash graphic designers were like, do this forever. <laughs> I only did it for a week, but I might, I might pick it back up again. So art is like your journaling. You said you, you, you were, you're doing um, like visual based journals. Yeah. That's the one with the dress on it, like the um, where I've got my hands. Yeah, and then if you scroll down. Oh, there's down, multiple. Oh, I see. So, so it's each like of a those bunch is... of outfits. Oh, I love this outfit. This outfit's cool. Thank you. So is this you in the picture then? It is. I Once like upon a time ago, hair. I had a lot more hair. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I love these. I love how each picture has a different emotion too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's sort of giving me, um, I'm friends with this comic artist named Chrissy Tor Hobbs. Uh, she, she's working on a Screamo comic right now, which is all about being a scene kid in the, uh, in the early 2000s. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's different style, but just similar color. Cool, cool. I wanted to make it as simple as possible just so I could communicate the, the concept as concisely and as quickly as I possibly could. So it doesn't take so much out of my day. Yeah, That I one's my favorite. I think the one in the green leggings is my favorite. I, I love I, the outfit on this. I think it's cool. I think the outfit's really detailed. I like that. I like the t-shirt and hoodie and how that all looks. Thank you. Yeah, that was a fun exercise. I might, I might do another now that I have like a new wardrobe and stuff. That's awesome. I am so excited for your art stream. Another one that I'd love you. Oh, yeah, you can see that one. Um, that was a 30 day um, draw some witches challenge. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. Oh, I like her. Yeah, she's I like one of my the favorites. that character a lot. She was actually a woman that I met in New Orleans. Oh, cool. Kat Benson wants to know, do you draw portraits of cats? I do. As Yay. long as I have photo, as long as I have photo reference, yeah. No hesitation. Absolutely. Um, and Kate wants to know, do you have an Instagram? I do actually, let me dig that up as well. Um, oh, Instagram, Socko something, Socko? Oh, Panda wants to know for the stream, how is it going to, so is it like someone will send you a picture? How, do, how does, how is the stream going to work? 
Okay, so the stream basically is going to be um, in the description. They of the donation, they would um, put in the description or, or any links to any references or anything like that in the description of the donation. And then that, that enters them into a queue and I can just like go down the queue and first come first serve. All right, so y'all will go to here. I'm gonna link the Kofi coffee page in the uh, chat right now. Yeah, so great. So if you go to this page right here, this is what it looks like. You go here, you enter the amount, your name, and then in the message, you put a description of what you want her to draw and mm -hmm. a link to any reference photo you have. Correct. And there's my uh, Instagram, which is mostly up to date. I have some like fun stuff that I kind of want to kind of want to post here pretty soon. So the Instagram guys, I'll link that as well. Instagram for her art is Psycho Sako. Uh -huh. And then I'll sh show it on the screen. Thanks so much for doing this, guys. Jeez. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, well, this, this is why it's fun to have uh, a different person on every morning to talk about, like, whatever topic, because everyone wants has different, you know, things to discuss. And I think this is uh, really important. I'm, I think this stream is going to be awesome. Everyone's interesting. <laughs> I'm so glad. Except me. I'm only used for my feet. <laughs> You're used for your feet. I love it. <laughs> um, so, sorry, what were you going to say? I was going to say I got into the habit of like doing works in progress and like progress videos on Insta. Like, yeah. Oh, like is like this one? Yeah. Let's see. Okay. Oh, this is cool. So you can watch the drawing process happen. Exactly. So do you screen record on your tablet then? To make, I sure do. do that? Okay, I sure cool. Do. Procreate automatically does it for you. And you can make a 50 second version or a 30 second version, or you can have the whole video. So what's the app called? Procreate? Procreate. It's okay, a art, cool. art program that is amazing and wonderful and beats the hell out of Photoshop. Okay, is that available for for desktop PC or is it just like an iPad thing? It's just an iPad thing. Oh, okay, I don't have an iPad. But Maybe time. Like, I was just gonna like, post sky high, sorry. No, that sounds like such a cool program. I love how it records automatically. Cause like when I do, I've tried to screen record my art but it's always a struggle because I do it on, desktop like i have like a very simple um just drawing tablet that i connect and i do the art on the desktop and yeah. it always slows down my computer so much when i'm trying to screen record it at the same time i know those feels i know those feels well yeah um, streaming my process when i was doing everything on desktop was um sluggish uh, is the, the nicest word that I can come up with. Yeah, because I definitely want to, I used to do some videos where I would, you know, do um, screen record myself on, on desktop doing a piece of art, and then I would like speed it up and have it in the background of a video when I talked about something. And I definitely want to do that more. But yeah, it's maybe I need to get a program like this. Um, I, I advise it. Like procreate is, I'm traditionally a traditional artist, like uh, paper and pencil and paint and canvas and, and yeah. watercolor and, you know, all of that stuff. Um, procreate was the perfect bridge between traditional art and digital art. So it feels like I'm doing traditional art, but it's a digital piece. I love that. That's so cool. That's so cool. Let me see if there are, there's another video. I, I love the videos. That's that was awesome. I like this. <laughs> Try the zombie juice. 
oh, hey, you've got my book here. Yep. Oh, and I liked it, so I definitely already saw that. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, so guys, make sure you follow Sako on Instagram. Make sure you set a reminder for her stream, which is going to be this Saturday at 11 uh, noon Eastern, I believe. Noon Eastern. Noon Eastern, 11 Central Time. On my YouTube channel, right here, Sako Tumi. Yes, and then her. If you, I put the coffee page link in the in the chat. But if you miss it, that's okay because on the stream itself there is, um, a link. Oh, and now you have twelve likes on the stream. That's exciting. Yay! So I'm hoping lots of people will show up. This is such a an oh. important cause too. I hope your mom's recovery is going okay. I'm so sorry you're having to deal with that. No, no, she's doing wonderfully. Um. And this is week four, so like she's finally ref like responding to the treatment, and um, her hemocrit is down, and her white blood cell count is down, and her red blood cell count is up. So everything's going great. I just don't want them to, you know, choose between food and treatment. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, that's that's what some people were talking in the chat about. That's what's so messed up about the healthcare system we have right now. That like people can get bankrupted from just like a medical emergency that's outside your control. That's horrible. Over fifty percent of Americans. I know this is a two-year-old study, but it's like over fifty percent of Americans do not have a thousand pop dollars in their savings account to account for an unexpected emergency. Oh my gosh, I'm finally looking at the at the chat and oh, you guys are so sweet. Jeez, also, to anyone listening to this podcast on audio, you're missing Sako's stream, so we're sorry, don't be confused. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if you're listening to this on audio only, just know that Sako makes beautiful art and you should support it. <laughs> Queen of Spade mentions the purple spade girl. Um, she's actually the main character in my novel. Um, Panda, she's wonderful and I love her. I love drawing her. She's great. So what's it like being an author with a visual ba uh, art background? Because Chuck Palahniuk actually said that he thinks it's really important for authors to practice visual art because it works a different side of their creative mind. Um, I absolutely agree. Um, it also watching movies okay. kinda helps with my writing. Um, writing scripts for comics and stuff like that helps with my writing um, because you want to communicate like the setting and um, any kind of like inner dialogue or anything like that in a comic setting. Mm -hmm. So it's just transferring that to a format that would go into a novel. Interesting. So do you feel find, okay, I guess first off, your art, when you're working on it with your novel and you're visualizing, uh, does it apply to more than just characters? Because we took a look at your art and it's mostly just characters. Do you see the settings more clearly? I do. Okay. Interesting. Do I you, do. Uh, are, are your settings, because I have not actually read any of your books, it's something I have to fix. Are your settings fantastical? Are they, uh, are, are you more urban fantasy? Are you I'm urban, I'm urban fantasy, but it's kind of a cyberpunk story. Okay. Oh, that sounds cool. So tell us more. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm taking notes. That's why I was looking down. Like, no, I'm, I'm, I, I like taking notes with everyone that we've been talking to so that I can, um, yeah. I don't know, it's, it's, it's nice to have a document of all of our conversations. I, I, I find myself looking back on them and seeing, uh, seeing what we were talking about. Actually, I think, um, Gotcha. Sorry, I can, continue. <laughs> I can I can link to my book here real quick. Yes, please do. Sako has um, a book out, y'all. I have a book out. It came out in April of 2020. No, it came out September 2020. April, I decided I'm going to be quarantined. Therefore, I'm going to, I have nothing better to do but to publish a book. Yay! <laughs> so that's how that worked. Oh, come on, storytellers. Well, do my bidding. I, I had a fun night last night because I'm, I'm trying to edit a new work in progress right now, um, which is complete shit. So it's fun editing it. And while, while I was dealing with this complete shit of a rough draft, I, I was taking like some of the older books that I've never done anything with. They're in my folder, Too Scary to Edit. Um, and I was reading through one of them. And I realized, you know what? This is actually a kind of cool, uh, 
kind of cool story. I don't, I wonder why I was too scared to edit it. I'm sure when I reach like chapter 15, I'm going to realize why it's terrifying. But the opening scene, it, 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 I, I definitely enjoyed it. It's about a young girl who accidentally has a bit of an Alice in Wonderland adventure, only she winds up in a garden where a demon that works on Earth as a doctor who helped pass a, past assisted suicide legislation is actually using it to shepherd souls to this uh, to this garden of souls where they consume a cocoa bean, uh, which allows them to live one final life on Earth exactly as they would like before peacefully transitioning on to her cosmos realm. Craziness. That's Craziness. such a fascinating story. Totally craziness. All right, so y'all, before we wrap up the stream today, I'm going to show Sako's book to everyone. This is her book. It is called Hope's Chest. I'm going to link it in the chat. It is available on storytellersvault.com. As, as an ebook, if you want a hard copy, um, get a hold of me, and we'll, we'll work something out where I ship it to you. Yes, so you can get it for your e-reader. And I think even if you don't have an e-reader, most phones have e-reader apps at this point. Yeah, they do. So you can you can get it here if you're interested. Uh, you can read about it here. It's uh, check that out. Awesome. awesome. Wait, there's more conversation to be had now. What's oh, yeah. it like being an independent author, not selling your work on Amazon? Not selling my work on Amazon. Um, in one way, I feel like truncated because, um, I mean, I have the benefit that what I am writing technically counts as fan fiction, right? Because it's you know cyberpunk, white wolf sort of sort of stuff. But they have a thing where I can sell it through their shop, and this is their shop. So, Got it. so um, I can legally get money for my story through their shop. And um, you can't do that on Amazon because you can't sell fan fiction on Amazon. Correct. No, guys, it's not a protest. It's based on the content. It's based on the content. Um, I am going to experiment with the Amazon thing with the next book that I'm writing, the one I'm writing with BC. Um, she has, That's where her expertise lies, and uh, we're doing original content. So I'm excited to see how how that process goes on well let this be a lesson to anyone writing their sean boston fanfic go to storytellers vault <laughs> yeah y'all you know what we should we should uh i'll make it legal for you guys to sell your sean boston fan fiction i won't copyright pursue you steal our ip we want it stolen <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. We're like Grant Cardone. All brand awareness is good. So if you steal our IP, that's fine. It's fine. Make I'm a gonna... special shop just for your fanfic. Yeah. I, I am going to cross so many lines with this next uh, with this next line. But you know what? I hope Sean Boston is so successful there is eventually an adult video about it. <sighs> you know, I hope so too. Based on the content of our book, I don't think that's that far of a reach. You're right. You're right, especially because it would be adult content that's like virtually virtual. So you're watching people virtually virtualize virtually. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was trying desperately to avoid any words that could could get the stream in trouble. Yeah, oh, I got you. Oh, thank thanks, uh, thanks, RK. I really appreciate it. Y'all, uh, Sunday morning at 11 Central, noon Eastern, RK The bills are not playing, and it fucking sucks. Sorry. Yeah, it fucking sucks, but also we're <laughs> going to be editing our book, Cancel Sean Boston, live on stream for everybody. Well, thank you so much for having me on. Um, it's 10 o'clock, and I have a stream of my own, too. All right, y'all. And everyone so should I'm, go there, because we're ending our stream now. We're going to end sorry. our stream in just a minute. I forgot to monetize this stream. Oh, my goodness. Let me fix well, that you, right Well, you got now. my feet pick money, which... <laughs> I do have your feet pick money. Which you should spend I, on, on, on nail polish. Then I'm going to monetize this stream so that... When people watch the replay, we get some ad revenue. Uh, oh, Queen said, I'd love to see you. I am a man, so every moment is a man moment. It doesn't matter if I wake up with a vagina, it's still a man moment. Yep. 
And you'll be able to find me at the Witch of Till with Teg this morning. All right, y'all. So head over to Sako's channel because we're going to wrap up and Sako's going to go on to her stream. Um, tomorrow, I need to, I didn't schedule the stream for tomorrow yet, but tomorrow we are going to be living like Tony Robbins yet again. I will get that stream scheduled after we're off of here. And, uh, I think that's about it for today. Thank you for joining us on today's live stream. We'll be living like Tony again tomorrow and again on Friday. And then, uh, if anyone wants to be on the morning meeting, just send me a message and we'll make it happen. Uh, I'll see other than, oh wait, I will, I will see you before tomorrow. Guys, I'm going to be on YouTube twice again today. I will Whoa. see you again at noon. I have a new video premiering at noon today. And then um, also I have my writer sleepover stream tonight at yes, you do. Um, a 9 p.m. Central time. Tonight is the writing sleepover stream. So come back to this channel and there's going to be a lot more going on today. So I'll see you guys then. In the meantime, don't forget to support small businesses and have a wonderful Wednesday. Bye,